Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Larry and Julia Show Monday edition of the program here on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a lot of Hollywood to talk about, I believe. Well, they did not televise this show. Yes. Um, like they had they only televised it a couple of years in a row, but um it's the Hollywood Film Awards yes. that happen in November, and Donnie has posted the fashions and Santa Angelina, Angelina Jolie, wore a Jenny Packham silvery old Hollywood dressing gown. Because would, that's that, what it looked it like, totally a dressing like a gown dress- that Joan Crawford would wear. But I think she looks amazing well, in she this does thing. Look she loves at- roby things. Well, because she's Facts. so skinny, I think that they drape her body lovely and give her more volume. Yeah. It gives her more volume than she would have. It's And she's got red lips and red nail in her she hair. She looks pretty. She looks beautiful, but I, I love this gown. But I was thinking her post-Brad wardrobe would change, but it's not. No, it's not. She dresses the exact same. It's not. Um, and uh, that's one way of getting rid of award show fatigue, by not broadcasting this one. Yeah, I, absolutely. This was the one that Johnny Depp was drunk at a couple years yes. ago, and we kept watching it over and over and over. But Johnny has posted the fashion. And a couple things that we learned Nicole from Kidman. this. Good? No. No, not good. Why not? It's a... I don't know. She's a hit or miss sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's we not loved a... her fashion last year. Natalie Portman is rocking a, or a little dress. Uh, Matthew McConaughey finally looks hot again. He does. He really looks hot. Like he's finally gotten rid of that Dallas Buyers Club gaunt face look. Kate Hudson has an amazing wig on because last week I saw her with her buzz cut. Um, yes, promoting her party thing, and she—I would never know that wasn't a wig. I'd be like, "How did Kate Hudson grow her hair so long and fast?" But that dress is beautiful that Kate Hudson has on. Okay, the one. Okay, if people are looking through Look this, at, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's really um, Janelle Monae in black and white, and people that won. Kate Winslet got kissed by Allison Janney. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it, well, here's the deal. The big things that are coming out that we're going to be watching for are um, I, Tonya, because that's the Tanya Harding story. And I think uh, that's... Is it Tanya or Tonya? Tanya. Tanya, okay. I, Tanya. Okay. And Allison Janney got uh, Best Supporting Actress. So they're already giving out awards. The movies haven't been released yet. And yeah. the Hollywood Ensemble cast, I, Tanya won for that too. Oh. Yes. And then Comedy Ensemble went to the big sick. Which, oh, good. Yep. Yeah. And then Breakout 
went to Mudbound, and Mudbound is another movie we're going to be watching for because best breakout performance was by Mary Jane Blige in Mudbound. And that will be on Netflix, and they're going to put it in theaters, so it's eligible for the Oscars. And they gave um, Jake Gyllenhaal for his movie about the Boston guy, Stronger, they gave him best actor. Good. Yeah. Good. And then this movie, Wonder Wheel, was Best Actress with Kate, Kate Winslet. Yeah, oh, so I don't even know what it is. That's the one in it's Coney Island. Island. She's oh. the housewife. JT, Justin Timberlake oh, is in it. we're not going to watch it. And Jay Angelina got for uh, Hollywood Foreign Language Film Awards. So yes. she's definitely going to be running for the Oscar. You're right. I was wondering if you could explain to me what Bryce Dallas Howard is wearing. I don't. It's, Donnie, it's, <laughs> I don't she buys her own clothes. And what she did is she... Um, she was had a sewing machine, <laughs> and she took leopard print. No, she then black it, band, then leopard print, then black band, then leopard print. We've all been there, Julia, where we go into a dressing room, and what we see isn't what we end up wearing. We saw something completely different, mm. and it's just one of those things. Mm. Yeah, it it's it's so, mm. beyond. Yeah, it's. Not that good. It's because of the illusion. It make, cuts her off in a yeah, bunch of Yeah, it really spots. looks like she was wearing a, a leopard sheath that she just put over a short black miniskirt and black halter top on. I'm curious to see this Mudbound. Oh, I know. Um, is it out on Netflix yet? Or it no? is not yet. No. Not yet. No. But the one, yeah. So anyway. Anyway, Angelina, I have to say, she's the best dressed. No, I kind of think um, um, Camilla, Camilla. Alves? Yeah. She looks darn pretty. Matthew McConaughey's wife. I'm sorry. I only have, I look at those two and all I see is Matthew. Well, they were just in Florida together. So they were with their kids. They're very tan. Very beautiful. And um, I'm I'm just going to say that. Mudbound November 17th on Netflix. All right. Um, That's good. That's good to know. So look at that fashion. Um, Rose McGowan has set, uh, her publisher set a January release for her memoir, Brave, a month ahead of its original on sale date it was going to be originally coming out february 28th right and they're gonna put it out on january 28th and she's been working on the book way before last month's revelations about harvey uh weinstein's uh you know everything that's going on with him so Mm -hmm. that she's gonna have a lot of people interested in reading that book and her story and just it would be nice for her to have that out. Well, it's for anybody, but I mean, he, I think the fact that, you know, she tried so hard for so long to get people to listen to her, and because she was like 21 and signed that non-disclosure and took the $100,000 after Harvey raped her, and she tried, still would try and talk to people about it in Hollywood. And, and no she, one would listen. Well, no, but she's got the reputation. Don't She'll yeah. always bring yep. up that. You know, she was deeply traumatized by Mm -hmm. that. And, oh boy, okay, so then let's just talk about Ben Affleck saying he's going to, after Kevin Smith said that he was going to donate all of the residuals of Weinstein or Miramax uh, movies, he doesn't, Ben was giving an interview because he's, promoting the Justice League, which I saw a trailer for that. um, Which looks fun. Kind of looks fun to me. I oh I'm ready to well we'll see if it has the panache of Deadpool Guardians of the Galaxy or the latest Thor because that's what the bar that's right. how high the bar is set you know to have some of this self-deprecating humor but in this interview with the Associated Press 
he 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 said that you know he was going to do the same thing donate his residuals to film independent or the rape abuse and incest national network both women's yes um, causes yes yeah, so, i like him for doing that yeah and he said he is looking at his own behavior and addressing that and making sure he's part of the solution kevin spacey has checked in at the meadows in phoenix which is where Michael Douglas, all those many years ago, when he broke up from DeAndra Douglas. Went for sex edition. Went, went for that. And uh, so Kevin Spacey is is there right now. And, of course, well, what else was he going to do? Well, There's nothing. been so many stories I know. that have come The part up. that was hard, I thought, was that he was going to spend some time and think about it. I'm like, what's there to think about? Rush away. Well, it, to me, I mean... I mean, I thought, um, what's his name? Richard Dreyfuss's son, who's an actor. I didn't realize that. He said that uh, uh, Kevin Spacey grabbed him and groped him. His dad was in the other room when he was trying out for something at the Old Vic Theater. And he said, for years, I used that story as like, oh, kind of a funny ha-ha story. And then I realized after Anthony Rapp came out and told his story, wait, this isn't funny. Right. No, and no, so no. he decided, to, and, but he, he was honest, he said, I used it as a funny icebreaker. Right. Mm-hmm. There were so many can people. I tell you about the time Kevin Spacey grabbed me in my crotch? And then yeah. other people were like, can I tell you about the time Kevin Spacey yeah. grabbed me in the crotch? So well, this isn't a sex addiction in my mind that these guys are claiming. But where else do they go? Well, yeah. I mean, the Meadows is is considered to have the best sex addiction program. They treat other things there, but they have that. I don't know if Tiger Woods went to the Meadows. He did. did. Because he went Mm -hmm. a couple different times. So anyway, it sounds to me like uh, Kevin Spacey also has a problem with alcohol. Well, and it sounds to me like he has a personality disorder because he treats everybody crappy and he thinks he's the king. I I think and it's like the Harvey Weinstein thing. I mean, there's deep levels of narcissism. And uh, I mean, when you can't treat anybody kindly and everybody's here on this planet for your for you. Yeah. I asked my friend who was in the an extra for. The movie for the Iron Will, and it was more than a month. It was like several. He said it was like close to three months. Filmed in Duluth back in the eighties or ninety four. Okay. And I said, "What was the final thing between you and Kevin Spacey?" He said, "Well, we were doing this. It took us just days to shoot this scene where the little train was going between Duluth and, but they were making it seem like it was in wherever South Dakota." And he said he was he was in the scene right next to Kevin Spacey, and Kevin Spacey. Kept kicking him, kicking him. And finally, my friend said to him, if you kick me one more time, I'm going to pick you up and throw you out the window. And Kevin Spacey started laughing and put his arm around him. He's like, nobody ever talks back to me. Now, this is 94. Mm. Right. So it's like that was the only thing that got any respect. Is the, But he said it was like he'd kick me for like five days straight Jeez. of redoing the scene over and over and over. He said then after that, he liked me. Because I called him out in front of everybody right. on it. So if that gives you an idea mm. of, you know... He'll just push everybody and treat you like crap, crap. until you say, I'm a person. Yeah, but and most people, you know, you're extras, you're this, you're a They're afraid of him because he's in a position of power. Yeah. Oh. Well, I, my favorite is that he was um, working on a line of merchandise 
for his character, Frank Underwood. Who would want to wear Frank Underwood at anything? Well, this is what he was working on. Um, Presidential by Kevin Spacey. And um, it was going to be branding for eyewear, sunglasses, food items, shoes, clothing, and kitchenware. What? He filed this <laughs> as recently as October 24th for the trademark on it. So um, just days before Anthony yes, wrapped. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not going anywhere. And, and are they going to write him out or just have that's him That's what they're saying. They're just going to write him something? out. And they'll kill him off. Yeah, they will. Yep. Yeah, because he's not the president anymore. Yeah. So Let Robin Wright just be in charge yeah, of the like last her. final season yeah. there. All right, listen, we got to go. It's time for our Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. The My Talk Dirt Alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Well, hi, girls. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Right back at you. What's Uh, going on? You know, let me tell you, Luke Bryan is doing a whole lot of press. Uh, Of course, he is on uh, American Idol as one of the judges. We've got the CMAs coming up uh, this week, and he's doing an interview with Robin Roberts, and there's, uh, it's airing tonight. It's called Living Every Day Luke Bryan, and it's airing on ABC. But what's interesting is that, you know, he is a country superstar, and he is talking about some really significant loss in his life. He talks about how he lost his brother in a car accident in 2000. Then seven years later, his sister died. And then after that, in 2014, his sister's widower passed away. And so Luke Bryan, along with his wife, took in their three kids. Yeah. So they have college-age daughters and then a son uh, who's 15 now. Wow. And uh, he. this is interesting because she says, uh, his wife Caroline says, we never thought twice about it. She said it was never something that he and I had to sit down and talk about. Should we take this on? We just mm-hmm. did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did say that raising a teenager took some getting used to. <laughs> you know, he's 41 and they were kind of, uh, you know, figuring things out. Uh, but of course, losing his siblings, that pain will never go away. I think, you know, him opening up about this and talking about grief. Grief is such is something that I think we we have this cultural thing of like, oh, you go through the stages and then you're over it. Right. And I think the more people who open up and talk about how how do you cope with this every day, no matter how long it's been, is so important. Yeah, so, I really do. Yeah. yeah. So Luke Bryan, uh, he's a good guy. He'll be fun to watch on American Idol. You know, they just announced it's it's uh, OK. They didn't March. just announce Ryan was looking desperately for something to say and blurted <laughs> it out on Kelly and, and Ryan this morning. Just so you know that it was an official announcement. It was Ryan blurting. On Kelly. Fair enough. Okay. And then she just leaped around in excitement next yes. to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what she did. Okay, She Kate- had to fake it. Yeah. <laughs> she totally faked it. He's going to be cruising all over the place, and she's thinking, oh, here we go again with another co-host that's got 15 other jobs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just like uh, Michael Strahan. Yes. Um, Kate Upton got married over the weekend. Supermodel Kate Upton. She married Justin Verlander, who plays for the Houston Astros, just days after he won the World Series. So exciting for them. The pictures are gorgeous. Yeah, we, we they really are. Really... I'm so glad. I was just at this um, this bridal show. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms, and you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, yesterday at the St. Paul River Center. Oh, right. And it, what was fun is that one of the guys who was running this fashion show that I helped MC. Oh, the, the wedding guys. Yeah, the wedding guys. They're awesome. So they, he said he was just in New York for um, like wedding fashion week. Yeah. And he said sleeves are everywhere all over the place. And that's what Kate Upton did with her dress too. Sleeves mm-hmm. and like ball gown. So yeah. if you're getting married next summer, that's what you should think about doing. Well, I mean, Tuscany in November would be chilly. You would ha- yes. want to have sleeves yes. on your dresses. She your looked dress. stunning. Yeah, really pretty. I like the sleeves. I think, you know, Elizabeth, you as a former anchor, don't you think... Um, People who are giving us the news should start wearing some sleeves. These sleeves need to be back a little bit more. I think so. Because it's so weird seeing in New York, Gail King and Nora. Wear- Whoever did that TV thing that all women must wear sleeveless dresses while men get to wear coats and jackets. Yeah. Just sleeveless shift dresses. And then you have to just do like 100 bicep curls a day to try to keep up. Who I invented mean, it's that? Cold in I don't the know. Studio. You know, it, we, what's, what I think is interesting is that there was a time, I remember starting out in news and there was like a news anchor uniform and it was a blazer. A blazer. Uh-huh. And you could never wear a black blazer. It always had to be something bright. So I would like scour cheap stores to find <laughs> colorful blazers. And I of had, course like, you had your shell underneath. And, yeah, and then skirt. you have your little shell and then mm-hmm. you have a skirt and then you have the pants and then you have to have short hair that has to be kind of bobbed. I mean, actually sort of like what I have now, but you, you yeah. know, it was like this news anchor uniform. And then I think we just kind of revolted and decided we don't want a uniform, but then that became the new uniform. It really, it's <laughs> really weird that all these women have to go sleeveless. If men had to go sleeveless, it'd be interesting. It'd be horrible. Mm-hmm. It'd be well, so right. much hair. But I mean, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> and you have to really do work out big time. I know to keep those arms up. Listen, that's why I'm not going sleeveless these days. So I just love the sleeves. I'm wearing them every single day. It's great. Uh, even when it's hot. Even when it's really hot, I'm wearing sleeves. This is interesting. 21st Century Fox has been holding talks to sell most of the company to Disney. Oh, good Disney Lord. is going to own everything. So Fox, I guess, wants to keep their uh, properties a little bit more focused around news. And uh, I guess CNBC is reporting that these negotiations have been going on for the past few weeks. We don't know if it's going to end up with a deal. And, uh, you know, it just kind of comes down to like Facebook, Google, Amazon and Netflix. Right. Disney, they own everything. Everything that we consume comes from those places. Uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Oh my gosh, did you hear about how much money they made in this real estate deal? No, (gasps) tell us. So they sold their Bel Air mansion. TMZ has all the details. They sold their one acre property for $17.8 million. They bought it in 2013 for $9 million. I remember when they bought this thing. Yes, remember it's a 10,000 square foot house. It stands now as the most expensive sale ever in the Bel Air Crest community where they live. And uh, the buyer is a Ukrainian philanthropist who's based in Silicon Valley. Okay. She's Mm -hmm. pursuing her music career and is moving to L.A. I wonder how she... Good luck to her. Oh, this is funny. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I I mean, it's just too good. She needs to be on The Real Housewives of something, this person. Marina Acton. funny. Let's watch for her and see if she'll end up on there. Doesn't that sound like a perfect fit? Yes.
Yeah, 100%. Did you see the new Crown trailer? Yes. Season we, we two? We posted it to our show page. Okay, it looks good. amazing. I know. Make sure that you watch it if you haven't seen it yet. So go to My Talk 1071, check it out. Uh, and it's Claire Foy, you know, playing Queen Elizabeth and kind of stuck in the past in a society moving forward. It's it's taking place in the 60s. It'll be the perfect thing for us to watch as because Outlander will end and yep. then we'll be able to go on right to the Crown. December 8th. Mm-hmm. It's going to all drop on that. Netflix, so you can watch it then. It's a perfect cozy winter show. Yeah, too, it is to watch. You know, you need to drink tea when you're watching The Crown. Have <laughs> that, some sort that of, that's been our problem. That's what you've been missing out. <laughs> yeah. And have some sort of biscuit. Side note: I went to Revival in St. Paul and had the best biscuits I've ever had in my life. So if you want to get really? a biscuit, you should go there. Oh my gosh, it was sick. Good. Just um, I could just eat the biscuits, the buttermilk biscuits. I could just cry. It was okay, so good. my They're mom so loves good. those. I should oh, get her some. You should go if you're looking for a good biscuit. Go there. Diddy changed his name again. We can't Sean. stop laughing about him being under the influence of tequila and nobody oh. talking him out of this silly video he made. <laughs> I know it's so funny. Sean Brother Love Combs. We're sick of him. That's his name. Yeah. He's getting some heat from um, the WWE community because yeah, there's there a wrestler named Brother, brother Love. Yes. And so they're all mad that he's become no, a Brother he's Love. he's clearly wasted yeah. when he's doing I this. I know. And then he's frolicking in Cabo with his girlfriend. And, <laughs> you know, like a, many a 48-year-old man, he's thickened up in the middle just like a 48-year-old lady. Oh, and he's, he's never recovered from the loss of J-Lo, has he? <laughs> Not really. Never recovered. <laughs> he doesn't feel like the same man. He's feeling emotional. His testosterone is low. It happens. It was people. different yesterday. Oh Brother Called endopods, gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you hey, just keeping it real. No well, one ever talks about endopods, well, John. Speaking of thick in the middle, here's John Hunt. <laughs> Getting really close to the middle at this point. Uh, this traffic sponsored by Aldi. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex for now. Blah, 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 blah. What do we got? Well, the first thing we have is that on Friday, I don't know how you missed this, but Nancy Friday passed away, 84 years old, best-selling student of gender politics. The books, the first book that she wrote was My Secret Garden, Women's Sexual Fantasies. Oh. And um, then she wrote... Uh, uh, the book that you probably know, then she wrote a book called Forbidden Flowers, More Women's Sexual Fantasies. But okay. the book where you probably know her is My Mother, Myself. Oh, sure. We Remember that book? Yes. And so she's been around for a long time. But she, What was her name again? Um, Nancy Friday. Oh, Nancy Friday. And in 1980, you know, she told People Magazine, it's still hard for men to believe that women enjoy sex. So that's why I write about what I write about, so that... We get this out in the open. So, yeah, my mother, myself, the daughter's search for identity. That book came out in 1977. That was a cultural zeitgeist of a book. Basically just saying your deepest connection is with your with your mother. Oh, you know? yeah. Hmm. She wrote well, a lot of books. Huh? She yeah, she did. Books. She wrote a lot of books. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, and she was, uh, you know, wrote just about, just brought out, you know, the whole thing that women have fantasies in her books where people enjoyed reading them when they first you lovely know, all that all right. so she was 84 so she lived a good long life for your travel plans for 2018 uh more important than ever because stds are getting worse in the united states they've increased for the third year in a row really yes specifically 
So gonorrhea, we- chlamydia, <laughs> and syphilis. No. Why? Well, those, those are all bad. Because people yeah. are not wearing condoms. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The the so, so here are the most sexually diseased states in <laughs> oh America. God. So for your travel plans, that's right. The number ten is Oklahoma, which is really shocking. But you just can just you I don't can't know. Trust an Oki. I don't know. The oh cowboys God. don't want to wear. I don't know. Okay. O- Oklahoma's number ten. Number nine is Delaware. Number what is with Delaware? Delaware? That shows up on the weirdest thing. It showed up on something last week for small state. Yeah. And people are having each other's side sauce upon was, side sauce. It was upon something side. There's just not enough people there. I don't know. It's banking. Okay. Arkansas is eight. is eight. South Carolina and North Carolina get seven and six. New Mexico is number five for most sexually diseased state. Number four is Georgia. Number three is Louisiana. Can I guess? Number two. No, no, I was going to guess. I was going to get Mississippi. Mississippi is number two. Yeah. And number one. STDs. Yes. And number one, where the odds are good, but the goods are odd. Las Vegas. Alaska. Oh, Alaska? Wow. Alaska? That's what they it's always say about Alaska. The odds are good, but the goods, the goods are, are odd. Because oh, there's that. so many men over <laughs> yes. women. Ooh. Alaska is, is the, the most sexually one? diseased state in America. Now, if you are going to base your travel on the least sexually diseased state, the number one state that enjoys low um, STDs is Vermont, followed by New Hampshire, West Virginia, Maine, Idaho, Wyoming, Connecticut, Massachusetts, and New Jersey. All right. We're right in the middle. But yeah. So that's where you go. Yeah. The steepest, uh, the state moving up the highest. uh, Most recently? Yeah. Maryland. Maryland's really doing badly. (laughs) (laughs) People forget. Yeah. So anyway. Is there an age group or anything in this? No. Well, in 2016, men accounted for 90% of the cases of syphilis. Oh, yeah. So it's just such an ugly word. I know. I know. It really is such a bad word. Yeah. Mm hmm. I can't even spell it. I could not even spell it to look it up. Yeah. It doesn't matter. SYP. So, anyway, you can go to backgroundchecks.org if you need to uh, (laughs) get any other information about your sexually diseased places. Um, While uh, you were watching the World Series, the states that were watching porn. They What's do this every happening? year. They do this every year, this company. They let us know um, who where... wasn't watching the World Series. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Guess what? People in Texas and California way down on their porn viewing during the World Series. Way down. Because they had teams in the hunt. That's uh-huh. right. And guess where uh, porn really took a hit? It was game two of the World Series, which lasted four hours and 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. And that significantly impacted... There's this company that That's keeps hysterical. track. So yeah. based on sporting events, how how many people are watching? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that is something. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Oh, so Florida, Illinois, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Virginia, they spent less time. They really watched the World Series. Georgia, 
New York and New Jersey decided porn was more important than the World Series. And users from New York spent 84% more time on porn than they usually do the week before and the week after. Bitter Yankee fans. Yeah, bitter. Mm-hmm. Bitter. And they drown their sorrows by paying, you know, online performers. Thanks. Yeah. Um- <laughs> That's what we call them. Performers. And we're not okay. sure why Georgia spent 36% more during the World Series as the Braves didn't even make the playoffs, but you do your things, Georgians. I, I, I don't know. All right, what else do we got? Um, do we have any other tips today? That's all I have for horny baseball fans. Okay, perfect. Okay? Perfect. Now, this is just some good information done again by... It started by the story last week of the 48-year-old woman who was arrested for leaning over in her seat and um, um, having having her mouth where it shouldn't have been uh, next to her companion, whom she didn't even know she was arrested. The flight attendant saw what they oh, were doing. Oh, this was in under flight. The bl- in flight. In flight. They were okay, complete the woman strangers. Just... She was going to Nashville. He was going to Miami. They met on the same connecting flight from L.A. to Detroit. And they started going at it. She, she just put her head in his lap. That's right, Accidentally Julia. passed out. It didn't pass out because yeah. uh, they... The blanket was moving. Yeah, if they even had a blanket. So that made me wonder, well, where are some other recent stories where people have been caught doing it. Um, here's one. A woman and a man were arrested <laughs> in Mississippi, in Mississippi, which is a disease state. Yes, it's in it the is. Top 10. Yes, it is. They were having a threesome in the middle of the day on a deck of a family bar. Come on. On the deck of a family bar. That's okay, right, I th- All right. Okay, so that was pretty shocking for yep. everyone involved. A married couple videotaped themselves getting it on at a public library, a mall, a Walmart, and a Burger King. And once the police officers in this small town, not so small, but kind of a mid-sized town, mm-hmm. and, um, they they decided that, um, that we have to investigate. And they discovered this couple, they have a site, a paid site. Oh, where, where people, people go watch them doing it in, in yeah. major... Uh, restaurants and shopping malls. Yes, and they were charged with six counts of obscenity in the great state of Kansas, (laughs) which is a pretty clean state like Minnesota, right in the middle of the disease. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So anyways. Well, there was a couple busted at the Wisconsin State Fair. What'd they do? They were doing it. In oh. in the grandstand. In the grandstand. What who was on stage? I don't know. (laughs) Can you imagine? Well, we that that was this Wisconsin right. State Fair. I don't know how we missed that right. one, but that happened. And I'll leave you with an alluring fact about human attraction, if I may. Oh, please, because I, this has been so all over the board. I can't wait to find this one out. All right, what's an alluring thought? Well, uh, I will tell you this, Julia. I will give you your allure, alluring fact, and okay. it might be a scary fact. No, but, don't give me a scary one. Well, a recent study found that women tend to date men who smell like their fathers. <laughs> okay. That's kind of a well duh, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I don't know. We didn't really know that. Mm-hmm. And again, the reason why people look more attractive when someone is drinking is because the drunken person is less likely to notice your face and what it looks like. <laughs> 
beer goggles. So it's, it's mutual. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The beer goggling is working both ways. <laughs> I like that one. And women are more likely to judge a man to be more attractive when they see another woman looking and smiling at him. So if you're a guy and you've got a good friend that's a woman, she could be your wing woman and smile and get Try to you. Get, do you think it happens in the reverse too? Well, for a, a male, the same man becomes less attractive. Say that again. Say that again. So for Wait. women are more likely to judge a man to be more attractive when they see another woman looking Googling and at smiling him. at him. Okay. Right. For a man that is looking and smiling at another man, that man becomes less attractive. Doesn't work that way oh, for, okay. oh, for, for if you're gay. Okay, yeah. thank okay. you. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah. We were just trying to figure out if a man was looking at a... W- no, no, no. Okay. I Let me spell it out for you. It That is just, yeah, so that the wing woman thing would work. Got a good friend and yeah, you're trying to help them. All right, very nice. Smile, smile. All right, I gave you more than one alluring fact about attraction. They were really good. Yeah, really. Beer goggles work both ways. <laughs> that was a daw. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I think so. All I right. think so. But still, the way it was explained was pretty good. You got to admit yes. it. You had to think for a second. <laughs> yes, you look good. So do you. I know. All right, listen, we'll be right back with favorite headlines of the All right. Hi, people. We're still here we after still all that, here. that compelling, um, alluring facts that's that were given right. for sex money that beer goggles work in both directions, directions, people. So good to know. Good to know. Okay. Favorite headline today, and it was hard to find one, but here it is. <laughs> really? It really was. It was really hard to find any good news. Yeah. yeah. Tom Hanks helps a couple get engaged at a book festival, and oh. he has a book out called Uncommon Type, Some Stories. And so he was at this book festival, the Texas Book Festival in Austin on Saturday, and he pulled a slip of paper out and said an audience member named Ryan McFarlane had submitted a question for Nikki Young. Okay. And then it was like, Nikki, will you marry me? And he read it, and the couple were in the audience, and so it was all... That's very cute. It was all cute. She cried, and... He's getting good reviews for his book, and he's they're calling him an A-list Cupid. I love A-list that. Cupid. An A-list okay. Cupid. That's well, very cute. I don't know if you saw the Sunday morning story, and he's collected uh, yes. typewriters. typewriters. Yes, yes. I, I loved it. And, and I think all of these stories were done on typewriters. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, cool. It's very cool. And each story was done on, like, a different typewriter, Donnie, mm-hmm. just yep. to mm-hmm. add on that. Yeah, um, cool. Okay, so breaking, breaking news. Yeah. Um, can you feel the excitement? Stranger Things hoodies from the Science Museum that were seen. Okay, that is not breaking news. In Stranger Things. <laughs> that They're is going not on sale news. tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. We just tweeted it out if you want information. I bet People, they sell out. I totally oh, bet yeah, they sell sure. out. But if you want to get at them, you know, 8 a.m. Yeah. tomorrow morning. So, Lori Julia, or just go to sciencemuseum.org. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is breaking news. Those things are going to sell out, Laura. You already know, <laughs> no, no, it. Moving on, a gorgeous 
<clears throat> Gorgeous Joe Alwyn, Taylor's beau, is the face of Prada's spring 2018 campaign, Yikes. I, I don't get the hype about him at all. I don't find anything... I, I mean, I don't find him attractive or unattractive. I just... He kind of looks like a a 14-year-old girl, young man, yeah. or mm-hmm. a girl with a bob. A bob right. yeah. Okay. Maybe a little Ricky Schroeder and Silver Spoons vibe, too. Mm. Not as cute. But I'm just all saying... All right, fine. Just saying. All right, fine. Okay. Uh, Thor Ragnarok, big box office success. Tom Hiddleston barely did anything. Well, just Do you think eight. anyone would like this if you haven't seen the first two? Oh, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't okay. matter at all if you've all right. seen it or not. No, Loki is in the movie quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that they realized Disney realized you don't even need to send anybody out on junkets for this movie. Oh, I see. They didn't have to do any yeah, work because it's it. so good. Got it. I it's mean, you didn't see Chris yeah. Hemsworth really anywhere. He did yeah. a couple of tape things. You didn't see Tom Hiddleston because they, mm-hmm. they really put him out. And this, they did hardly anything. And this movie did more than the first two movies. Opening weekend. We were desperate for a good movie. Well, it and it's good. Yeah, you, know, you liked it's it. It's good. It was really yeah. good. Yeah, very enjoyable. Pat Oswalt marries Meredith Salinger eight months after they met. I'm not judging. No. It's been 15 months since yeah. he lost his wife. wife. Um, this is very typical of guys to, you know, jump what some people would say quickly. He does have a daughter, and they seem to be really sweet. Martha Plimpton officiated. It seems really sweet. Nothing can be as fast as my friend, who shall remain unnamed, who started dating a month after his wife passed away and was Mm. married, like, Eight weeks after she passed away. Get out. Oh, and eight Johnny, weeks. But did, Scandalize. But did this person know this person before your friend died? They just knew each other. Right. She was a widow. Right. And your friend died very quickly, so it wasn't like there was this long period well, of time. Yeah, she battled breast cancer yeah, for like maybe a year. I mean, and, and that was, was it. I remember. It was and, very quick. And I, we, people were just uh, flabbergasted. Sure, right. of course. And... And judging. And judging. And probably that seemed too so. soon. Yeah. So this doesn't seem like It doesn't too seem soon. at all. All right. Okay. Angelina Jolie wore a Jenny Packham robe at the Hollywood Film Awards. Did you guys like that? I did. We, we posted all the dresses. Yes. I thought she, I love her in a red lip. Well, she can do a red lip lovely, but she wore her standard. She had a smoky eye. Her hair looks more chocolatey. She's always in satin. It's um, flowy. It's flowy. It's a she dressing the gown. All she's missing is the cigarette in the long thing. Yeah, right. That holder. Philip, get, get me, me the lighter. lighter. Get me the lighter. That's from a movie yeah. where she's had a long cigarette. Philip, <laughs> get, me, get the me the lighter. No, get me the letter. Oh, the letter. The get letter. me the letter. I already he's already of... smoking. <laughs> Philip, <laughs> get me the letter. <laughs> Alec, Alec Baldwin didn't know about Weinstein, but he heard about Rose McGowan. Alan's rape, and now he's off of Twitter again. Yeah, it's too much. He gave an interview okay. about Harvey Rose McGowan, his own history with women, and it was, it was, he literally blamed victims for taking settlements and t- people on Twitter after they That's read this okay. Entertainment yeah. Weekly they got all at, over him 
So he did a big, long explanation why he needed to, for like the fourth time, take a break from Twitter. Yeah, he, and it all started with American Airlines yep. when he was yep. sitting in first class. Words with friends. Yep. yep. Boy, that man. He'll be back. Mm-hmm. He will he be will. back. But <laughs> Some right, people can't help themselves. Have a good night. Try and sleep tomorrow, or sleep, you know, through the whole night. We know you want to get up at early.